How you doing? Halloween's over, so it's officially the holiday season, whether we like it or not. Many of us don't, so we're just going to get through it. <laughs> uh, nice of Adele to put out a new song just before Christmas. Nice, morose, bitter, droning song about regret and pain. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Here's a nice five-minute song about how everything that happened in the past that went wrong can't be changed. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that. So, uh, as much as I'd like to regale you right now with tales of uh, how much I've screwed up my life and uh, how I regret everything from uh, basically fifth grade on, <laughs> how, how miserable my Christmas is going to be, Season 5 of Doug's Seasonal Affective Disorder. As much as I'd like to just kick into that right off the bat, uh, I can't in good conscience just yet. First, uh, I, we have to have another lesson. Everybody settle in now. Because apparently the lesson I gave you all about uh, seeing through BS... Uh, didn't quite sink in. Remember I did a whole show on the three-boobed woman? Uh, not that long ago. Not that long ago, actually. Uh, everybody out there believed that a woman had a third boob surgically attached to herself, and I had to break down how to see through BS like this. Did a whole show on it. Gave you various techniques to use to see through BS, especially on the Internet. And... Some of you got something out of it, and uh, some of you apparently didn't. Because all over my news feed was a story that uh, screamed BS to me right right off the bat. It was obvious BS. It's actually worse than I thought it was after I dug into it a little bit. But some of you just swallowed it right up. You, you millennials, well, everybody, remember, you have blind spots. As cynical as you may be and as bright as you may be, you've got blind spots. You you want something to be true, so you'll believe it. That's how con men operate. They operate on what you want to believe. They don't operate on what you don't want to believe, because <laughs> that's too hard. They tell you what you want to believe, and then they capitalize on that. Much easier. You millennials, pay attention now, because the first wave of you people are starting to hit your strides and whatever your profession is and you're you're starting to affect uh you know the culture and affect uh you know whatever profession you're in in meaningful ways now uh for example your musicians are becoming the musicians you're making the music to listen to that's just an example but you know attorneys plumbers tradesmen whatever millennials the first wave of you are starting to become very accomplished at your professions that's good but Keep in mind that, along with the musicians, actors, and tradesmen, your con men and lowlifes and scumbags are starting to hit their stride and become very accomplished in their professions. And just like your musicians are making music that's sort of gauged to you, uh, the con men and lowlife are also calibrating to speak directly to you. They're trying to find your blind spots. Now, if you're a millennial, you're, you're too young to remember really the high point, the heyday of the televangelist. They would be guys in bad suits on in the middle of the night, just uh, spreading the word. That's all they're trying to do, just trying to spread the word. 
trying to spread the love and the joy that can be in your heart if you only believe and donate by all means donate not for me but so that I can help spread the word they were all over the place for a while and uh, plenty of them went to jail deservingly so because of all the types of comment out there uh, they were the worst they were they were the scum of the earth because not just because they're conning people out of their money which is bad enough it's who they were conning and how they were conning them that made them the scum of the earth they were talking to unhappy lonely vulnerable insecure people and they were preying on these people position themselves right in the blind spot and preying on them and using them to uh, for their own gain, for their own financial gain. Scum of the earth, people who do this. A con man sells you a used car and you know the car's a piece of crap breaks on you a week later. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's pretty slimy. But uh, it doesn't shake you to your foundation, doesn't, does it? It do, It's not crushing your hopes. It's not, it's not speaking to your own feelings of inadequacy and using that and manipulating that. People who do that are scumbags. But it's a popular con, this type of thing, because it's easy money. It's a great big blind spot to hide in, and it's easy money. If you can convince the, the people that I described that you're sincere, then you just hide in that blind spot all day long and just just raking the cash, using and manipulating people. Just raking it in hand over fist. It's easy money. Because you don't really even have to have a product. Your product is, I can help you feel good. I used to feel bad, and now I feel good. Now I've got love and joy in my heart because I've cast away material things and worrying about material things and comparing what I have to what someone else has, has. What someone else has, I've cast away those feelings, and now I feel righteous joy in my heart. And I want to help you feel this way too and help others. So you have to donate so I can spread the word to others and we can all feel better. All you have to do is just keep that act up. Keep rolling in the cash. You don't even have to make something that doesn't work. <laughs> you don't even have to make a sham wow. You just transfer all that uh, all that um, exuberance and enthusiasm. You just transfer that to a message. Then you just sell the message. Easy money. If you're a, if you're a low life, if you can live with yourself, <laughs> if you got if you got such a warped personality that you can live with yourself doing that, it's easy money. And you got a little bit of a sword and a shield too, because the message is good by and large. Isn't this a good message? Isn't this a, look at this message? It's good, basically, or could be good. So it's easy for people to defend you and easy for people to rationalize to themselves that you're just trying to do some good. Cha-ching! So this story comes across my news feed over and over again. Perfectly reasonable people. Millennials, mostly. About someone who used to feel bad, but now they feel good and they want to help other people feel good. I, I want you to feel good like I do! Right? 
I was destroyed and lost, and then I found my way, and I want to help you all find your way. That's all I'm trying to do here. I'm speaking, of course, about one, Asina O'Neill, teen Instagram star. Now, if this didn't come across your news feed, it's probably because you're old. So, Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'll, 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 uh, I'll go over it briefly, point, point out some of the obvious stupidity that even your normal cynic can see, and then I'll delve into why, it's, why she's really a complete scumbag. <clears throat> Social media is not real, says teen Instagram star. Hundreds of likes on an Instagram picture of a perfectly posed blonde woman in a bikini might lead some to believe that she is confident and has a perfect life. But behind the scenes, Onissa O'Neill says she felt like a lost and lonely teenager. I felt lost and alone until I found... It's coming. It's textbook stuff here. That's what the social media personality wanted her followers and the world of social media to know. What you see on social media isn't always true to life. I was living a lie! With more than 777,000 Instagram followers and nearly 270,000 YouTube subscribers, teenager Sino Neil thought she had everything she ever wanted. Last week, she changed her mind. The 19-year-old Australian-born broke down in a viral YouTube video to explain why she's quitting social media, shutting down her Instagram, Tumblr, and video channel for good. Asina has made a career of posing blissful photos of herself in the perfect outfit with the perfect backdrop and surprised her followers when she deactivated her accounts earlier this week. Uh, Editing her Instagram post was O'Neill's wake-up call to everyone who follows her, she said. It's not real life she said in a video on her website. Since she was 12, O'Neill has accumulated over half a million followers across multiple social media platforms. The motivation to become a social media phenomenon came when she was a young teen. O'Neill said she felt unworthy and unpopular by society's standards unless she was validated with lots of likes and views. I was looking for happiness in the wrong places. I needed a look in my heart. She said she would follow famous Facebook users who she said thought who Facebook users who she thought had it all because they had so many likes and followers. I dreamed of being one of them. I studied them. I envied them. I put a lot of effort to be one of them. She wrote on her website. O'Neill's epiphany came when she achieved great numbers of followers but realized it left her even more lonely. She began to need more followers, more viewers, to feel good. O'Neill was surrounded by other wealthy, famous, and important social media personalities, but she said in her YouTube video that some of them told her they they were just as sad as she was. She wants fans to know that posts are edited and contrived to get more views, which puts pressure on young girls to look perfect and to to chase an unrealistic version of the ideal body. I no longer wanted to spend hours and hours of my time scrolling and viewing and comparing myself to others, she said. I want to do something, anything, something radical, something different. I want to use my imagination, my unique mind, my unique take on the world to help change the world. I want to help change! O'Neill rewrites the caption on her Instagram photo to read, Not Real Life. 
took over 100 similar poses trying to make my stomach look good, would have hardly eaten that day, would have yelled at my little sister to keep taking them until I was somewhat proud. In another re-edited caption, O'Neill wrote, was paid $400 to post this dress. That's when I had maybe 150,000 followers. With half a million followers now, I know of many online, online brands that will pay up to $2,000 per post. O'Neill has since shifted her focus from social media to promoting her personal website. Ching! O'Neill said that she had no idea how she would make money going forward and asked for support from people visiting her site. Cha-ching! She uh, has no idea? Oh, yes, she does. Another Instagram user, Jill O'Reilly, commented, We are all aware of the evils that social media brings, particularly relating to one's public image on them, that only serves to reinforce narcissism and low self-esteem. Good on Asina for waking up and trying to change this one step at a time. I wasn't a fan of you before, but I am now. Thanks for adopting a smart, realistic approach to social media, and an even bigger thanks for moving things in the right direction. Now, like I said, you probably saw this story because it's been in CNN, Time Magazine, The Guardian, Us, you name it, they did a story on it. The story of this internet model who who came to this epiphany. <laughs> the story again. To, to recap the story, because uh, this didn't ha- have all the ins and outs. And, and I was making fun of it as I was reading it. So let me clarify. This internet model wiped the placenta out of her eyes and came to the epiphany that Facebook isn't real and social media isn't real and she has to tell others because it's it's so detrimental it's and it's harming people and she's she sees that now and she's going to help others see that and isn't that great look at how sincere and enthusiastic she is and oh she's cute as a bug and so she was all over the all over the news. <sighs> Again, if you're a millennial, you're too young. You haven't seen this before. And that's not really your fault. It, you, you weren't born yet when the televangelists were out. They were all over the news too, Time Magazine and whatnot. And, and didn't they have a nice message? And isn't it, uh, isn't it nice, uh, isn't it uh, innovative that they're using this media of television they're, they're bringing uh, their beliefs, their religious beliefs, to the masses. They're not just in a church. They're in the masses using television media to, to spread their message. They were all over the place, too. All sorts of news outlets that are supposed to be cynical and be able to see through all this BS gave them plenty of free promotion and plenty of free publicity. And, and wow, look at this. And what's obvious now, looking back on it, after this, after these people all went to jail, uh, and was obvious to some of us even then, was that they were just preying on people. They were preying on vulnerable, lonely, sad people who were insecure. They were preying on all that, just sitting in the blind spot, raking in the cash, as I've said. And the dumbass media helped them do it. Help them grow, help them increase their worth, and help them prey on more people. But talking like this and, and speaking to the people out there who are sad and alone, 
But you can't talk like this anymore, my brothers and sisters. You can't talk like this because people see right through it nowadays. So, you, like, you got to talk like this, you know. And, and social media, it's just so bad. It's a bad thing. You got to talk. <laughs> well, I can't do an Australian accent. Give me a break. You all oh, talk like this now, and you have to be a cute supermodel because none of the millennials who who are vulnerable they're not going to listen to people talking like this because it's a too over the top uh, in their eyes. But let's look at the message itself for a moment, because uh, really uh, her message isn't even if it was sincere, is horse crap. Social media isn't responsible for. 12-year-old girls feeling insecure. 12-year-old girls are feeling insecure because they're 12-year-old girls. <laughs> they're going through an awkward phase in their life. See? L- long before social media, there were magazines that they were looking at and uh, comparing themselves to others in a thousand different ways long before there was even the Internet. And anybody with their head screws on, screwed on right knows this. And anybody with their head screwed on right isn't looking at these pictures thinking it's real life. Her little campaign, social media is not real life. Everybody with their head screwed on right already knows this. People who aren't insecure already know this. They're not looking at this picture of her on a beach. Not, they're not thinking for one second that's the first, that was some candid picture. <laughs> Think about any any picture on any profile, you know damn well that if you see that, that means there's 50 other pictures on the phone that look uh, pretty much the exact same way, that got the stink eye, and, oh, well, the mole, my mole's showing a little bit, eh, there's a little bit of five o'clock shit, and eh, my chin, look at my chin on now, I don't like that. You know, that, and that's just your average guy, or girl. So, when you're looking at somebody who's got, you know, uh, closing in on a million followers, and they're hashtagging a brand of a dress, well, you know it's fake. Okay, she's, you know, okay, she's got half a million followers and she hashtagged a brand. Obviously, she's getting paid to plug that brand. Obviously, that, that's not a candid shot. Obviously, the whole thing's set up. We already know that if we've got our heads screwed on, right? If we're walking through life with our eyes open, there's no epiphany here for those of us it's, that see things the way they are. And everybody being fake and putting on a front on social media, well, we all know that. We all know it's fake. We all know that they're putting on a front because we're all putting on a front. <laughs> we know they're doing it because we're doing it. And before social media, we were doing it anyhow. I mean, th- think about, uh, really, there's nothing wrong with it. But First off, you don't go to prom night, ladies, with uh, without shaving your legs and putting on a nice dress and putting on a bunch of makeup, right? So is that fake or is that you just putting your best foot forward? And guys, you know, trimming your nose hair, combing your hair, putting on a nice suit to go to work. Is that you being fake or are you just putting your best foot forward being appropriate in, in whatever uh, venue you're going into? Long before social media, you would get Christmas cards with a, a holiday newsletter in it, which was basically, you know, some family sending you an update on how their year was and, you know, so-and-so won a soccer tournament and uh, little Sally's doing good in her tumbling classes and, and uh Bob got a new job, and here's a picture of us all in nice holiday sweaters on the couch. Now, of course, that's not the whole story. I mean, it doesn't really make it fake. 
I, I guess it sort of does, but it's really just putting your best foot forward. They're not going to send out a newsletter saying, yeah, Bob lost his job, and uh, we had a big argument about whether or not he has a gambling problem. Our, our, our kids don't get along at all. They can't stand each other. Bob's always punching Sally in the head. Sally's always giving him the finger. And uh, he, he's, you know, two two grades behind in his reading, and she's three grades behind in her math. And, and uh, this is the only picture we could get where they weren't uh, sticking their tongues out at each other. Or, or here's a picture of them sticking their tongues out at each other while we sit in the couch in dirty T-shirts with pizza boxes laying all over the place. People just try to put their best foot forward and, you know, put a good spin on things and want to look good. It's, it's just, that's not social media. That's just people. And unless you're taking it to some absurd degree, no, nothing particularly wrong with that. And by and large, it's appropriate. You don't want to get a holiday newsletter that's depressing. You don't, you don't want to see a bunch of Facebook posts that are depressing. You don't want to see a bunch of people's dirty laundry. Uh, well, I mean, I do, <laughs> but that's, and maybe we do kind of, but I mean, that's our own ill nature. That's our own uh, schoenfra, as they say. So this whole BS about how evil social media is and how it's causing insecurities and so on and so forth, uh, pff, not really. It, it, you know, it might exacerbate the situation to somebody who's got a lot of self-esteem problems, but those people, by and large, would find some other outlet to exasper- at, exacerbate the problem. I almost said some other kind of baiting second there. <laughs> There's a different kind of baiting that uh, the Internet might be responsible for an increase in, but that's for another show. So she's starting this campaign and launching this website uh, under the premise that this is some big epiphany that uh, the word has to be spread about. And anybody with their eyes open going through life, uh, this isn't an epiphany, it's a duh. So uh, keep that in mind because... She's not talking to those of us with her eyes wide open. This message isn't for us. This message is for people with a huge blind spot that she can wedge herself into and cha-ching! With her new website that has a donation button. And you think that donation button, well, she's not going to make nearly as much as uh, she would posing for a dress. Look at all the money she's giving up. Uh, that donation button. you got to donate, my brothers and sisters. Uh, this, you'll see a phone number going across your screen, and that's just to help spread the message and help bring the joy and love and grace into other people's hearts. Uh, you can make a hell of a lot of money getting lonely, vulnerable people to donate money. Make no mistake. These televangelists, <clears throat> they, didn't, they didn't have a, a donate button. They had a show on in the middle of the night with a little phone number on the bottom. So they, they even had, had it harder. They had it tougher. They had to get you to pick up the phone and dial a number and talk to somebody. And there's a whole lot of, a whole lot of chance there for someone to change their mind. But that click button, click, donate, click, 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 ching Much easier. And we got, we got her video here, and we're going we're gonna to play parts of it for you. There'll be a link if... Uh, you're on uh, iTunes or something, www.astrangersvoice.com. You can go there, and the, uh, this segment, the page for this segment will have a little link to the video, so you can watch the whole video yourself if you like. But we're going to play part of it here. But before I do that, let's all just be clear for a second on how you make money on the Internet. Basically, there's two ways. You can have a product to sell, or you can sell advertising. So you're basically, whatever internet outlet you have, you're either an infomercial or you're a TV show where you're selling time for other people's products. 
There's product placement, of course. You know, there's uh, product uh, endorsements and so forth. You can sell something or help someone else sell something. Those are the two ways to make money on the Internet. So this woman, she's making a, she's making a pretty good chunk of change, posing these dresses and hashtagging them for money and whatnot because she's got a hell of a lot of followers. So just like a hit TV show, you got a hit TV show, you can charge a hell of a lot of money for advertising. So she's making a good chunk of change doing that. But she took a little bit of a smart pill here. Social media is a constantly changing uh, battlefield. There was MySpace, and that looked like that was going to be it forever, and that went away. And then there's Facebook, which is huge, but that's starting to tumble a little bit. And then there's Instagram, there's Snapchat, chat, there's YouTube. There's, you know, it's a constantly changing battlefront. So that's a little bit of a pain in the ass. And if you're uh, on YouTube or whatnot, a lot of these places, you get paid per click. Tumblr, that's another way, although I haven't really, you know, I haven't researched a whole lot of this stuff because it's a pain in the ass. And, uh, you know, I have an actual legitimate product to sell. <laughs> but it takes a hell of a lot of clicks, and it takes a hell of a lot of hits in order to earn any kind of money. I mean, you need a lot, like half a million, uh, you're talking still not a whole lot of money. Enough to get by, especially if you're a 19-year-old girl. But, like I said, she took a smart pill here. She's realizing, okay, this is a huge pain in the ass, and i got to keep moving one from one platform to the next and trying to drag everybody along with me. i got a hell of a lot of followers here, and I'm not getting a hell of a lot of money uh, for the amount of hits I'm getting, for the amount of views I'm getting. I, I don't really think I'm getting as much as I deserve. Because if I just send all these people to my own platform, uh, then I don't have to keep chasing stuff around. Uh, I I can determine what kind of advertisers I get. Because if you ad, you get money for advertising on YouTube, you don't get to pick the advertisers. It's just sort of random. You don't get to pick how much you, you charge. So if you're, like, say, you have some sort of theme, if you can give a theme to your content then you have a specific demographic. And that makes you even more valuable. You know, just random advertising. You've watched YouTube. Let's say you're watching a YouTube video about the Civil War, and you see a video for Dove bath soap. Well, (laughs) Dove obviously wasted their money on that one, right? (laughs) One thing has nothing to do with the other. You create your own platform, let's say, uh, about auto repair. People People know if... Uh, you're going to that website, it's because you're interested in auto repair. So you can start seeking out advertisers like uh, Bob's custom-made torque wrenches or whatever. It's worth more to Bob to advertise on your site than to advertise on YouTube and try to sell torque wrenches to women who are looking up how to crochet. So you put it on your platform, it's more direct marketing, it's got more value, you can charge more. You're not chasing stuff around. You're not chasing from one social media platform to the next. You're directing everybody to your site. It's easier to keep control of them. It's easier to explain to advertisers what you are, who you've got, how many clicks and likes you have, and what value that has to whoever. So business-wise, what she's doing is, is smart, it's cunning, and it's the way things are going to go.
a lot of people who are creating content for YouTube and all these other sites are starting to figure that out. You know, I figured it out a while ago. I'm just lazy. <laughs> and I'm being assisted by Joe, who is just as lazy. But this is the way things are going to start heading. People are starting to realize, hey, I'm doing a whole lot of stuff for free here, or for not as much as I could be getting if I was just directing people to my own site. This is what she's figured out, and so this is what she's doing. She doesn't actually have a product yet, other than the message, which is really enough if you're talking to the right people. But let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. <clears throat> let's play some chunks of this video so I can really dissect what a piece of crap this woman really is. Now, she's bubbly and enthusiastic and charming and just as cute as a bug. So I want you to keep a couple things in mind here, a couple of phrases in mind. One, a pretty face can hide an evil mind. And two, if a man lies to you, then he's a damn liar. Let me set the stage before we hit play. <clears throat> she is, uh, again, the, the whole point of this is that uh, you, you shouldn't be comparing yourselves to, or part of the point is you shouldn't be comparing yourselves to her and all this beauty you see on the internet. It's not real. People don't really look like this. They're, they're going over the top to make everything look like they have the perfect life. This shot, as it's framed, is uh, her, her, her head is perfectly framed between a heart on the wall and some flowers next to her. She's got a very nice bookcase, looks like a very nice room that she's in. She's got a nice looking couch. She's got a very nice outfit on, clearly wearing makeup, and she's got some jewelry on. Big smile. She's glowing, all made up. Now, if you think she just rolled out of bed looking like that and hit play, go right ahead. But you know, those of us who have gone to sleep with a beautiful woman on a Saturday night and woken up with her on a Sunday night knows this isn't what she looked like. And probably there's a couple of hours of maintenance that went into her looking like she looks in this video right here. She's not just sitting on a crappy couch in a t-shirt with the neck all stretched out with a pizza stain on it. Which, of course, would be real life, which is, of course, what she's saying uh, that she's trying to convey now. It's not going to be fake anymore. Now, those of you who have seen this video or are going to the link and looking at it, uh, you believe she rolled out of bed looking like that? Hmm? Of course not. Um, yeah, what a crazy week it's been for me. Uh, on Monday, I think it was, or Tuesday, I announced I'm quitting YouTube, uh, Tumblr, and Instagram and Snapchat. I completely deleted both my Snapchat and Tumblr. They're gone forever. I'm keeping my Instagram and YouTube as little like symbols um, <laughs> that I did quit, if that makes sense, like they're going to stay there. Well, yes and no. I mean, it doesn't make any sense in regards to what you're trying to get us all to believe, but it makes perfect sense from a business standpoint because you've got, you know, half a million, closing in on a million followers on those platforms. You're not just going to piss all that away because you need to bring those people to your new site so you can cha-ching, get them to donate. So it makes perfect sense. Why, why would you delete all those things? Well, of course, you'd delete them because you think social media is evil. But you don't really believe social media is evil. You're just trying to run a new scam, or, or an old scam, I mean. You're just trying to run an old scam. So, no, it makes perfect sense that you haven't deleted those. Uh, the reason you get for not deleting them is complete crap, and that doesn't make any sense. Continuing. I think that culture creates validation and insecurity in likes and views. It's like, I just, I hate it. 
I think it's so detrimental to human health and human abilities. I think when you put work out there or a part of yourself out there or you share and a number on a screen dictates that success or that value, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, and I'm just letting you know that as a 12-year-old girl, I felt hell insecure about my Instagram um, as I wrote on my first behind the image. I'm sorry, my Instagram, my Facebook at the time. Because I had no likes and followers, I thought I meant nothing. Or because I wasn't this perfect, beautiful, um, you know, Facebook famous girl that my life sucked. Okay. Uh, that's not Facebook's fault. That's not social media's fault. That's your parents' fault. If, if, you, if that's the way you think, that's your parents' fault. You have a debilitating insecurity issue right there, if that's what you think. Uh, now, if you're a 12-year-old girl, you think that because you're a 12-year-old girl. And as I've already said, that's been going on since the dawn of time because you're insecure because you're a 12-year-old girl and 12-year-old girls are insecure. 12-year-old boys as well. It's just an awkward, insecure time in your life. It has nothing to do with Facebook. Facebook is just the current outlet in which you drive yourselves nuts. But uh, rest assured, way back in the Civil War, there were... Uh, Teenage boys and girls driving themselves nuts. How come I can't grow a cool-ass mustache like that general there? <laughs> how, how come I don't look as good in a bustier? How, you know, whatever. Since, the, since as far back as, as humans were walking the earth, basically, or at least in Western culture, this is a, a 19-year-old grown-ass woman. This is a grown-ass woman we're looking at. All right. This is not a 12-year-old girl. So if she still thinks that, which I don't really believe she does, I don't know, maybe she does. Maybe she really is kind of screwed up. It wouldn't surprise me because uh, we're looking at a textbook case of narcissism here, we, whatever the narcissism is stemming from. And when you're talking about clinical definitions, uh, narcissists crave attention. Again, that's part of it. But they're also nefarious in the way they go about getting it. Uh, and they're manipulative, and they're chameleons. They're often very charming, and they can present whatever image they think needs to be projected to get the attention that they want. We're talking about clinical definitions here. So, uh, nobody with their head screwed on right, nobody who has their eyes open, thinks that uh, clicks and shares define success or failure or who you are as a person. Uh, Joe, you posted something on Facebook the other day. I posted something on Facebook the other day. I got way more likes than you. Do you think that makes me a better person than you are? <laughs> you didn't have to say. I'm going to ignore the mean thing you said and just uh, Joe says yes. Or no. Joe says no. It doesn't make me a better person than him. And also, when I post something on the internet, I post some illustration. It doesn't get a lot of likes. I don't think I've failed there. I don't think it's a bad illustration because I didn't get a bunch of likes. I, I, put, I put an illustration up because I already think it's good. I'm already proud of it. That's why I put it up there. I know it's good. I've been in, I've been in this business a while. Now, if it doesn't get a lot of clicks and likes and shares, I don't know, it doesn't really even bum me out at this point. I just figure, well, not enough people saw it or it didn't really the people who did see it, it wasn't their thing or, what, or whatever. Again, people with their eyes open, who, who have good, solid self-esteem, already know this. So, she's not speaking to us. She's speaking to people who have insecurity issues. 
Keep that in mind as you listen to this. We're going to pay attention to who she's talking to, you know, who this message is directed and crafted for, and what she's saying. We're going to read between the lines and also take things at face value. Because remember what this con is. This is about finding those lost souls uh, who are feeling lonely and bad. And I'm going to help them feel good. Because I once felt bad and lonely too until, brothers and sisters, I found grace and put that grace in my heart. And I was able to rise above. And now every day is glorious. And I want you feeling in the same way. I want everyone to feel the same way. And you can help me. You see that donation button right down there? I just needed to click it. Cha-ching! That's the con here. So, obviously, I can't talk like this to Joe or to Doug because they're just going to give me the finger. <laughs> they're going to laugh in my face, brothers and sisters. So i got to find and i got to speak directly to you who are lonely and insecure and don't see through my bullshit. i got to craft my message uh, to talk to people like that. Just trying to find a certain certain audience and hide in the blind spot of that audience. And just like it was ridiculous, we, we'd all make, look and say, oh, what, you donate, who would donate to some guy talking like this in the middle of the night? We would laugh. Oh, isn't that ridiculous? And you millennials, you, you can look back at that now and laugh and go, what kind of a dope would give this guy money? Well, a dope in the blind spot that this guy is hiding in. And this woman is doing the same thing. It's the same con, my brothers and sisters. Except now, I'm not in a bad suit talking like this. I'm in a little bitty dress. And you can see just a little bit of the neckline. And I'm full and I'm cute as a bug. And I'm smiling and I'm a glowing eyed little 19-year-old girl. Because that's how you do it now. Because it's 2015, my brothers and sisters. Continuing. I'm, I'm, I'm the first one to tell you, and I can assure you, everyone else is feeling the same way. The more followers you get, it might increase your self-esteem for that little time, but once you get higher, you look up, and you keep looking up. Okay, what's she doing there? She's, again, she's talking to people who are insecure, and she's validating their insecurity. She's saying, oh, we all feel this way. Okay, she's validating that insecurity, and then she's validating, blaming that insecurity on Facebook. Now, if she really wanted to help people, she'd be talking about your self-esteem, period. She wouldn't be attaching it to social media, because it's not really attached to social media. Your insecurity is your insecurity, and if you've got an insecurity issue, you have to address that issue. It's not, Facebook is not the problem. The problem is the issue that you have. I'm not trying to be a dick here. But, you know, your problems are your problems. They're internal. She's validating, blaming this on something else because she can solve that. She's not a psychiatrist. She's not a counselor. She's not your friends or your family. So she's not going to send you to any of them because their donation button, it doesn't go into my bank account. So, pretty conniving and calculated message we're seeing here. And keep in mind, as well thought out as this little shot is, this little stage that she's set with the couch and how she's dressed and the, the background, as calculated as that is, this message is calculated. Believe me. She didn't roll out of bed not knowing what she was going to say. 
She knows exactly what she's saying. It's been planned out. She knows who she's talking to and how to talk to them. And you don't have to take my word for it. She's already said this. She's already gotten on every news feed that there is saying that what you see is not real. A man lies to you, he's a damn liar. Right? She's already told you it's all fake. No, oh, that stuff was fake. But now it's real. No, this is fake too. This is fake as everything else. Just like she didn't roll out of bed looking like this, she didn't roll out of bed not knowing what she's going to say. This is all cunning and calculated and conniving, and she's an asshole. It gets worse. It gets worse. Continuing. When I first started blogging, I had no idea I would ever get to this point. It was never my intention. I, I, I mean, if someone told me at 16 that I would be here right now, I would have laughed in their face. I, I never thought I would get here. And my point is, getting here, wherever I am, this like half a million mark or whatever. No, she's just reiterating here how many followers she has. And that's for advertisers. Because, uh... All this publicity that she's drumming up, yeah, she's got to she's got to call a lot of people, but she's also going to need advertising. She's also going to need products to plug. This is just a little tip of the hat to anybody who might want to be advertising or having her promote products. That uh, I've got a hell of a lot of people behind me here. I've got a hell of an audience. So just thought I'd just thought I'd reiterate that. Just want to let you know that there's a hell of a lot of people hanging on my every word. And you can have them find out about your products, my brothers and sisters. Because if they have anything left in their wallet after they're done donating to my righteous cause, they might want to buy your widgets. I don't want to feel conditioned by other people's opinions of me that don't even care about me. Like... Like we say, it's connecting and social sharing, but when it's validation through numbers... You can't, you can't just ignore it and say it doesn't get to you when we judge everyone so clearly on it. Keeping in mind that this is all calculated, it's getting pretty sick, isn't it? Because if you don't want to feel that way, then just don't feel that way. <laughs> you shouldn't feel that way. People with their eyes open don't feel that way. So again, she's not talking to people with their eyes open. I, I can't beat that point. I can't beat that dead horse enough. She's talking to a specific type of person on purpose. And now what is she telling them at the, at the end of it there? That they are being judged. Did you hear that in what she said in that last clip? She's not, ju- she's not just validating it at this point. She's driving it home. You are being judged that way on social media. Getting a little sick. Because she's talking to people with insecurity issues on purpose, and she's telling them, you are being judged on those likes. We are all judging people based on that. No, we're not. I don't think, Joe, I don't think Joe's a bad person because he, didn't, he only got 10 likes on his stupid picture, and I got uh, almost 100 on my awesome illustration. <laughs> Nobody thinks that out there. If you're out there, you're listening, you've got some insecurity issues, this woman's speaking to you just a little bit. Uh, Tate. Take this advice. Take this wisdom from me. Nobody's judging you based on how many likes and clicks you have. They're not. We're not. You'll notice on Facebook, I interact with people, and I get in arguments with people all the time. I'm, just, I'm not just arguing with other famous people, am I? I'm all, you know, I'll argue with whoever. I don't care. Because I'm not an a-hole. 
basically. I'm not judging people based on clicks and likes. People who who would do that, they're a-holes. they got a screw loose. I'm not an a-hole with a screw loose. So don't worry about it. You're not getting a lot of clicks and likes. Don't worry about it. People aren't judging who you are based on that. You know, Maybe people in junior high and in high school, when everybody's in that screwy-ass phase of their life, they are. But beyond that, it's really not happening. This is a false problem that she's bringing up. This is so diabolically sick, it's starting to make my skin crawl. I just want to let you know that I used to be obsessed with being followed or being liked. And because I was obsessed with people liking me, nothing is wrong with that. That is beautiful. Everyone wants to feel valued and loved. Everyone wants to feel valued. But on social media, how it currently stands, a number will never give you that feeling. It won't. Or you're tricking yourself like I did for three years. (laughs) I was only ever happy when my content did well or when a brand deal was really, really good or when people told me I was doing well when people told me they liked me. That was my happiness. Again, this long con that we're talking about, it's not enough to just be above it. I feel good, and you can feel good. It's not, it, that in its, and of itself won't work. And, and no con really will work. What do con men have to do? They have to make you feel like they are one of you. You are one of them. We're on the same level. I've been through what you've been through. It can't be somebody who's doing well helping somebody who's not doing well because even the most naive amongst us are going to start giving that the stink eye a little bit. There has to be some sort of reasonable motivation for you to believe that this con man wants to help you. Oftentimes, it, you know, we're, we're at the same level, and you and I together, we're going we're gonna to get through this, you and I. Sometimes it's, I, I was where you're at now, and that's why I want to help. That's why I want to help, because I know the pain, and I know the suffering, and I was able to get through it, and I want to help you as well. You change the cadence, you change the, the over-the-top accent I'm throwing out here. She's saying the exact same thing. It's the same sick con. And is she telling you to go hang out with your friends? Is she telling you to go talk to your family about it? Is she telling you to go seek some counseling? Nope. No, she's not, because, because that would actually be helping, and, and that ain't going to equal cha-ching. That ain't going to equal money. A con like this is not about solving the problem. It's about getting the person to keep coming back to them to try to solve the problem. If you actually solve the problem, the con is over. And, and what does she say at the end there? Social media as it stands now will never get you that. Not even sure what I'm not even sure what that means, or I mean what she wants us to think it means. I know what it means. I don't know what she wants us to think it means. What it means is getting on the internet isn't going to help you uh, through social media. But she's she's preparing the way for getting on the internet, going to her helping you as it stands now. Well, anybody with their eyes open and their head screwed on right goes knows it ain't going to help you at all ever. There ain't no way to format the internet so that you feel loved. That's what actual tangible people in your life are for. But 
She ain't saying that. She's getting close. She's tiptoeing around the obvious uh, solution because she doesn't want to solve it. She doesn't want you to solve it. I didn't feel this energy that I felt this last week. Probably tell. I didn't even wash my face, so my skin's just like <laughs> how it is. But I don't even care. <laughs> I don't care that I have acne. I don't care that my... My, my body isn't as toned as it was when I was 16. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I just, I love this feeling of like. And here we go ramping up now. now and now I feel good. And I feel love. And I mean, I, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse here, but I'm going to keep beating it anyhow. Because if you're just looking at this video, uh, she's so bubbly and she's so full of enthusiasm. And look how she's just trying to help all oh, this epiphany she's had. And blah, blah, blah. I want to keep paralleling it, keep juxtaposing it to the, what we all now recognize as con men. Because the packaging is different, but the product is the same. The con is the same. The scam is the same. It's just a 2015 version of this sick scam. And here, here she's ramping it up now because she felt bad. I was with you. This problem you have, I've just validated. I had that same problem. I felt, oh, the pain you feel. Don't you feel bad? Oh, you feel so bad. And I felt bad. But now I feel good. She's ramping it up now. I can't tell you what it felt like to let go don't, you don't have to delete it, but I urge you just try no social media, no viewing anyone else online for a week. Please just do it. And then tell me how it goes. Tell you. And here's the launch. That's the launch right there. Now, uh, this is really, if up to this point you're thinking, oh, well, I guess, I guess, Doug, I mean, but still, I mean, the message is good. Maybe, maybe she really is trying to help and she just, you know, doesn't have all the ins and outs of how to help people. This right here was the launch. This is a, a calculated marketing campaign that's as old as mustache wax. When you're talking about products that are based on habit, you know, th there's products out there that they retain their customers more or less on habit. It's uh, like uh, cigarettes, for example. Uh, cigarette advertising uh, for, for years and years has, have no, has known you can't really get people to change their brands. It's very tough. And there's a lot of products out there that are based on, on habit. You, you, you start with your brand, you just stick with your brand. And Facebook, the Facebook platform, the social media platforms, those are the products she's competing with. You know, her new platform, her new website is her product, and she's competing with these other products. All these, these are all based on habit. So you have to not just introduce your product, you have to break the habit of using the other product. And one of the oldest cigarette, I swerved into cigarettes, which is good, because one of the oldest cigarette campaigns there is was, I think it was Lucky Strike, but it might have been Camel, try our brand for 30 days. And you'll like it better. It's, it's an old, tried-and-true advertising campaign. No, don't, don't quit. For, just give us a try for a little while. Just try us for 30 days. That's introducing the product and breaking the habit of using the other product. It's textbook marketing is what it is. It's a textbook advertising campaign. And it's old and it's been used over and over and that's what she's doing right here. 
This is all calculated. If you didn't believe me before, you know it's true now. Because this isn't something a novice comes up with. This is something, okay, I have, uh, what are the obstacles in my way for promoting my product, for getting people to use my product? What are the obstacles in my way? What's a campaign that will overcome those obstacles? This isn't a novice. This isn't a, just a, an airheaded 19-year-old swimsuit model who just rolled out of bed and decided, hey, you know what, let's, let's start recording so I can explain to people what I'm doing. This is calculated, it's cunning, it's and researched. Continuing. A video series I want to upload three times a week just talking to you guys about what I'm going through, what I'm learning, whatever it's a book or a concept or I don't even know, but I, I want to talk to you as a person and I'm changing. And I feel incredible. Again, it's getting pretty sick. Uh... That, that last bit there, oh, that was so sincere and enthusiastic. I want to talk to you as a person. Wait, can I, let me try to get it as good as she did. Hold on. Uh, uh, I, okay, I can't use her voice. I'll use my voice. So I, I'm, I'm trying to talk to you, talk to you as, a, as a person. I'm trying to talk to you as a person. Did I do it as good as her? Just as close. Uh... She's, this was recorded. This wasn't a video conference. This wasn't Skype. Talk to who? Talk to who? She has no idea who's watching this. She has no idea who she's talking to. And yet she's looking into that screen like she's talking right to you. Isn't she? Does it feel like she's talking right to you? She's got a quarter of a million followers. Theoretically, she could have been talking to any of them. She doesn't know who she's talking to, nor does she, you know. She knows what type of person she's talking to, and she knows how to manipulate that type of person. And that's by looking into that screen and going, I'm, I'm trying to talk to you as a person. Better? <laughs> she's looking into the screen and doing that because she knows the type of Mark that she's talking to is eating that up and isn't thinking about, wait a minute, she recorded this like three hours ago. She wasn't talking to me. She doesn't even know who the hell I am. There's no earthly way she cares about uh, a quarter of a million people so much. Boy, it feels un- boy, it sure feels like she's looking right to me. Like she, this is unique. This message is just for me. She, I want to talk to you. She didn't say all of you. She said you. Makes my skin crawl. And I'm. I want to make it a communal thing. I want you guys to have. If you have uh, writing, if you have artwork that is game-changing, you know what I mean? Like, it is controversial, and it is different, and it's weird, and it's going to raise people's, I want to say, vibrations. Like, And now she's asking for content. Two reasons for this. Okay, one, she realizes, as cute and bubbly as she is, she ain't going to keep uh, a quarter of a million followers coming to her website uh just to listen to her drone on, on three times a week about how great it's going for her. Because Facebook is on every day, 24 hours a day, and there's always something to look at. That, that's a hell of a juggernaut to try to combat. So she needs some content. She needs people to start sending her stuff to fill up this website so it's a destination site, and she knows full well 
her three videos and a couple blogs about how good she feels about not eating meat anymore ain't going to cut it. And she also knows she's going to need to start selling some products. She's going to need to start plugging some stuff. And if it's just her and her videos and her little blogs and then out of the blue some self-help book, uh, that's going to start raising some questions. So there's got to be all sorts of content out there on her website to try to mask her plugging stuff so it's not so blatant. Let's say to each other that we're more than a fucking number, right? We're, not, we're more than how good we look in that photo. Hey, Joe, you're more than just a number, buddy. <laughs> Joe says, thanks, I already know that. My, my mother, <laughs> your mother gave you plenty of hugs. Okay, well, good, good for you. I just, just wanted to reiterate that, Joe, that you're more than just a number. Hey, you out there. Hey, you. You're more than just a number. <laughs> Again, I'm just beating this dead horse because I want you to understand who she's talking to, and she knows who's she knows who she's talking to. She's talking to... Because that's what makes this all so sick. Is she is talking, on purpose, to the lonely, to the insecure, to the vulnerable. That's who she's talking to. She's talking to them on purpose. She's validating them projecting their problem onto social media, which is not helpful. And she's about to start taking their money. It matters how you're feeling inside when there's inspiration running through you and you feel like, yeah, it's a sense of power. And I believe humility where it's like, I don't really know much, but I want to find out. I want to know what I can do. I really want to make a difference here. I really want to make a difference and I want to meet people that are on the same path and are wanting the same things. I don't care about the other crap. I don't care about numbers. I care about a feeling, about change. And yeah, two, three books I would recommend for everyone to read and let me get to this point right now. <laughs> I, I love that la lack of segue there. Yeah, I just, you know, I'm all about hope and change and... Okay, three books you got to read. <laughs> okay, enough of that bullshit. I'm, I'm going to start plugging. i got some stuff i got to plug here. I gotta, okay, i got to feed the monkey. Now, here's what you're going to read. I, I want you to buy these books. Let's get going here. Let's get cracking. Worst, biggest jump out of character of the whole video was right there. Yeah. Okay, three books. Um, Power of Now. I haven't even finished it yet. Life-changing. I have to read the paragraphs uh, quite slowly because it's quite deep and profound, I believe. And Okay. Uh, life... Uh, if you've been paying... If you got, you, you got your BS detector on at this point, you might have noticed, oh, it's life-changing... I didn't finish it yet. <laughs> oh my, this book is so powerful. It's life-changing. You all need to read it. Uh, I personally, myself, I haven't gotten through the whole thing yet. <laughs> now, who would start promoting a book that they haven't read all of it yet? You know? It's like going to a restaurant. You had the salad, and then you just started telling everybody how great that re That restaurant is great. Oh, it's so awesome. All I had was a salad. You know, I, I can't speak to how good the steak was, but, you know, I'll get to it eventually. I'm sure it's great, because the salad was so good. Who does that? Someone who, who's getting paid to do that. Who starts plugging a book that they haven't fully read yet? Someone getting paid to plug the book. Now, 
uh, no, uh, Jim Baker was one of these lowlifes I've been talking about, who would get on and ask for money to help spread the word of righteousness. He made a hell of a lot of money off donations. Again, eventually went to jail for being a lowlife. But he also made a lot of money plugging books. Plugging books. Because it's all about helping people. And what is she setting up here? She's setting up a website. Okay, I said before, you have to have some sort of overlying theme. That way, your followers are a nice niche market for whoever is selling a certain kind of product. This is a self-help website. So she's going to start selling self-help books. Which, and, you know, once in a while there's a self-help book that's okay, but we all know, by and large, self-help books are a big scam. They're full of pap, written by con men who want to make a quick buck off of people who aren't, they aren't in a place in life where they want to be and think a book can help them. Jim Baker did plenty of that before he went to jail. Let's play her discussing this book, and then we're going to play Jim Baker discussing a book. Power of Now, I haven't even finished it yet. Life-changing. I have to read the paragraphs uh, quite slowly because it's quite deep and profound, I believe. And In the shadow of his wings. And I picked this book up and started reading it, and I usually read a book in about 30 minutes because I, I scan read. and But this is one I didn't scan read. I couldn't stop reading the details because it is so well written and so unbelievable well that's pretty damn similar isn't it what going on well i had to re i really had to take this in really had really had to absorb this one it's almost like they had the same writer well i guess they sort of did whoever is the first person to come up with the long con here that they're both working off of because you got to keep you got to keep uh, the sincerity going. You got to keep connecting with people. You can't just plug a book. You got to, boy, this book really spoke to me so much that I really, I'm just, uh, really had to absorb it. That's how powerful it is. This is about me feeling good and sharing it. That's it. Because I feel like if you focus on you really feeling good and inspired and learning, it's just going to be real. If you're thinking about followers or money or likes, what you say, what you do, it can never be from the heart. Really, it can't, you know? It's, when it's based on these exterior motives that are just these ideas of, of success, what you say and what you do and what you become, it, it's, not, it's not you, it's not true. <laughs> um, okay, this, is, this message here I, I want to focus on, this is sick and really detrimental if you're if you want to be in part of the creative industry you want to be a musician you want to be a an artist you want to be an actor what whatever you want to get involved in the creative industry and you want to make it your profession you need to ignore everything she just said because what she said there reading between the lines is she wants you to give her content for free she wants you to not post your content on these other platforms these social media platforms she wants you to come and give it to her for free. Don't worry about the likes. Don't worry about the money. Don't worry about the followers. Give it to me for nothing. Because I need some content here. <laughs> and I don't feel like paying you for it. That donation money, that goes into my bank account. And I like it there. And I want it to stay there. But the, And she's 
gonna make this is to make you feel guilty about not doing so. Make you feel guilty about wanting to work for money. Listen to me. I've said this before. I don't know if I said this on the podcast. What she said there, it can never be from the heart. It can never be true. Edgar Allan Poe was getting paid. H.P. Lovecraft was getting paid. Tolkien was getting paid. Shakespeare was getting paid. Michelangelo was getting paid. Frank Zappa was getting paid. Henry Rawlings was getting paid. You pick somebody, even on the fringes, whose message was pure and from the heart, they were getting paid. They weren't working in a coal mine and then just coming home, making their art, making their music, putting it out there for free, and then going back to the coal mine the next day. They were working for the money. And part of the reason they got so good was because they were working for the money. Follow along here. You want to get good at something? You've got to spend a lot of time practicing. You gotta spend a lot of time perfecting your craft. And the less you have to work a regular job and the more you can focus on your craft, the better you're gonna get. Therefore, the money helps art. The money helps music. The money helps you become whoever, however good you wanna become and it helps you make your message more clear because you don't have to worry about as much stuff. You don't have to worry about a job. You, don't, you give a little bit more clout with your record label. Or, or what have you. And that allows you to do and say and create what you want because you've got the clout to tell other people, I know this is good, put it out there. Trust me. I've done it before. I've been right before. Don't listen to people who tell you this. Don't, because you will get nowhere. You'll, you will spend the rest of your life working on whatever you want to work on, one or two hours a week on the weekends when you're not working, and you'll never be as good as you could have been if you were worried about the money and keeping an eye on the money. And furthermore, how, how do you decide whether or not you're getting better? People have to let you know that. Your, your own perspective isn't enough. You need the perspective of others. And how do people tell you they like something? Okay, sure, with words. Sure, with a pat on the back. Let's say you make a painting. Somebody walks by and says, hey, that's pretty good. That really doesn't mean anything, does it? Sure, I guess they like it. Anybody could come up and say that. They come up to that painting and say, and say, I'll give you $200 for that painting. You know they think it's good. Let's say somebody makes uh, $10 an hour. You write a book and the book costs 10 bucks. They pay 10 bucks for it. They just told you that that book spoke to them so much that it's worth 10 hours of their or worth an hour of their hard work. You follow me here? People work hard for their money. If they're willing to give it to you for whatever, they're crea- whatever you've created, that means you've done a good job. Your music, your painting, your whatever, it spoke to them on a meaningful enough level that it was worth their hard work. It was worth the money they worked hard to get. And that is profound. And there's n- not only is there nothing wrong with it, it's profound and meaningful. And it's truer than any pat on the back you'll ever get. And the more people you get spending $10 on your book, the more people you're reaching with your message, and that's a better job you're doing. Or your painting, you start getting better and people are willing to spend $200, $300, $400, $500. That means you're getting better. Maybe you're reaching people on a more meaningful level. That, that painting spoke to them so much, it's worth a month of their hard work because that's how much you've reached them. 
remember that and ignore that crap that she just blathered on about because she's just trying to get people to give her free content. And in continuing to launch this scheme of hers, she's continuing to harm people, and now she's starting to harm people's hopes and dreams and chances for success. It's sick. This woman's an asshole. She's preying on people who are vulnerable and lonely and have self-esteem issues, and she's preying on people's dreams and hopes, and she's warping them and harming their ability to succeed and become better. This woman is a complete asshole. Continuing. I'm excited. I'm changing. And I'm going to let you know each step of the way. <laughs> okay, so aim is week without social media, power of now, big magic, uh, daring greatly, Brene Brown. Those books are on my website. Check out the website. Check out all the TED Talks, the documentaries. Your mind will go crazy. There is so much information there. Okay, I felt bad and I feel good and here's how you can do it. Just a recap. She's just recapping there. Let me recap it for you. Uh, she used to feel bad, but now she feels good. If you want to feel good, you have to go to her website. Stop, use, stop using other websites. Uh, br- break your habit of using those other products. Come use my product. Uh, buy these books I'm plugging. That's the message there. The message is wrapped in a, in a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed young woman. It's not wrapped in a package like this because the millennials ain't going to buy it. <laughs> They're going to see right through it. But that's what this is. It's an old, tired, sick con. And I need you people to start seeing this on your own. Because we've got an election coming up. <laughs> and I'm stuck in this country with you people. You can't continue can't continue on being this naive. You can't. Uh, Social media is new. The Internet's new. Uh, All the cons are the same. You you can't, I can't afford you to be this naive. I can't. Unless I'm going to pack up and leave and go somewhere else. I don't, I don't don't even know where to start packing. Watch the video yourself. and, And, and soak in all the enthusiasm and all the charm and then go watch some old videos of televangelists who went to jail. Just as charming and enthusiastic to the people of that era that they were talking to. And just as absurd as it was for people, lonely people on the couch in the middle of the night to write out a check for the uh, Joe Blow scam con man ministries, it's just as ridiculous for people to be going to her website and clicking donate and buying the books she blathers on about. Now, lest, for some reason, you're still on the bubble. <laughs> you're still half and half, well, you know, but she does sort of have a good message. Allow me to point out the times I was right. Uh, remember the guy who shot Trayvon Martin and then he got off scot-free? Remember I told you, don't worry, he's going to ruin his own life. He's going to spin off the rails on his own. His life is over. He's going to ruin it himself. And he did. Remember how I told you that uh, Charlie Sheen, who at the time everybody thought was a disgusting woman-beating alcoholic a-hole, I said, all he has to do is stick around and people are going to start finding him charming again. And they did. Remember when I told you that Bruce Caitlyn Jenner was an a-hole who was just trying to make a fast buck and was actually really screwed up 
And everybody, oh, did I catch off for that? Oh, I'm a transgenderphobe or whatever the hell the word was. Oh, you're, what's the matter with you? Oh. Well, lo and behold, like two or three weeks ago, Ellen DeGeneres started scratching her head and going, you know what? Uh, this guy's a little off. We might have been sold a bill of goods on this jackass. So, maybe even that isn't enough. So, here's some stuff we can watch for. Like I said, I've seen this before. Here's what's coming next. Here's what's coming down the line, inevitably. Because all con men operate, you know, with the same playbook. She's going to be back on YouTube. She's not going to be in a bikini, but she's going to keep posting YouTube videos, even though she said she wasn't. But they're just going to direct them, direct people to her site. Because there's no way she can leave all that money on the table. All those followers, she's got to make sure she keeps peeling off as many of those as she can to her own platform. So she'll be back on YouTube at some point soon. Next thing that, but before that happens, she's going to cry. She's going to get attacked because it doesn't take a brain surgeon to figure out that this is just a cheap publicity stunt. Most people won't figure it out as deeply as I have. But she's going to start getting attacked, and she's going to respond to that by crying. I was only trying to make the world a better place. Tears are coming. As sure as, sure as I'm sitting here, when she gets attacked, she's going to start crying. You know how I know that? Because that's what Tammy Faye Baker did, the wife of the evangelist who ended up going to jail, and countless other con men, con women. She's going to cry because she can't afford to have people attacking her and pointing out that she's full of crap. She has to protect her credibility amongst those insecure people she's called and those insecure people she's manipulating. She can't have anybody shedding any light on it. So she has to cry and make us all feel bad about attack. Oh my, maybe I shouldn't be so mean to her. She started crying. That'll get people to shut up, and it'll keep get people who are on the bubble to go, wow, she really cares. This is really from the heart. This is really all from the heart. Look at, look at how much she cares. Tears are coming. You heard it here first. Tears are coming. That's the next play in the playbook. So when you see them, you'll know I was right, and she's a piece of crap who's manipulating people and you know, the timing is really nice. Manipulating lonely, insecure people during the holidays when they're the most lonely and insecure. What a piece of crap. Now, hopefully you'll learn from this, since some of you didn't learn from the three-boobed three woman. I have tried again by dissecting this con man. Knock it off out there, huh? Open your eyes. People who try to rip you off aren't going to be in a, a fedora and a trench coat slulking around in the shadows. They're going to look like this, enthusiastic and bubbly, and they're going to be your friend, and they're going to share your hopes and dreams and your fears and regrets. pay attention to what they're saying, how they're saying it, what the point of what they're saying is, and who they're talking to. Okay, because we got an election coming up. I can't, I can't afford you people to be this naive. 
All right, that's all for today. Plug a few things on the way out. Now, if you want to think that I'm being paid to plug stuff and this was all made to manipulate you, go right ahead. It's, it's good practice. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I'm not, though. I'm just plugging, uh, you know, fill time. <laughs> the Dad Bros Show. DadBrosShow.com. That's my buddy Josh's podcast. Uh, our bumper music was created by Scream Machine. That's Scream Machine. You can find them on SoundCloud. Astrangersvoice.com is our website, in case you're listening to this through iTunes. www.arseniclullaby.com is where my uh, illustrations and uh, comics and cartoons are. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Think. Think.